Hi, guys, and uh, to episode 30, I think it is, of the Knowledge Panel. Uh, and today we're talking about uh, how to find your dream SEO job in 2023. Now, it's going to be uh, a lot of things different this time around. Firstly, this is my last session. Uh, next year, we're going to change around and uh, Jeannie Jones is going to take over running the uh, the Knowledge Panel shows. So we'll bring her in towards the end of the uh, the session if we can. Uh, also, uh, unfortunately, Oritz ill. She celebrated the Argentinian win way too much uh, um, last night and I don't think that she's uh, she's she's uh, recovered. So, uh, uh, But not to worry because we have a really good spread. Um, we've got um, Catherine and Paige here. Uh, and I think it's kind of great because we've got... You you know, young medium, I'm going to call you medium page, <laughs> young medium and old in here. Uh, and uh, so so uh, we've got uh, a range of experience within the within the industry and a range of perspectives. And I think that's going to make for an interesting uh, uh, 40 minutes or so. So why don't we start with Paige? Paige, why don't you tell us about who you are, where you come from, a bit of your backstory? Absolutely. So I'm Paige Hobart. I'm SEO manager at a company called Unily, who do employee experience software or intranets you'll probably think of, Dixon. Um, but like advanced for the future, where we're all remote and you've got to really get people connecting. Um, so I've been there for about four months. Um, before that, I spent seven years in agency going from 10 people to 80 people, from a little SEO exec all the way through to head of SEO of the entire department across two countries. So really excited to talk about this topic today. That's cool because it actually fits it. I mean, so the product that you're working with is also uh, is also not unrelated to the whole thing of, you know, what makes a good job. So that's going to work pretty well as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Catherine, let's uh, hear about you, your background. Tell us about where you come from and what you're doing. I'm Catherine Wanare from Nigeria, and I'm an SEO specialist at Fusion Inbound. So before then, I, I was actually a content writer, but I got into this really cool tech SEO mentorship with Alida Solis. And it lasted for about three months. And after that, shortly after then, after then, I found a job. So I'm really happy to share my experience on how that happened. And yeah, that's it. I, I, I tell you, I don't think you could have a better person to have a mentorship with than, than Leda. I guess as long as, as a, I mean, she's but she's a she's a busy person, so you know, yes. trying to get her attention might be hard. But she's uh, yes. she's everywhere. She, she's all so at once. wonderful. Yeah, yeah, incredible. <laughs> so, how did you get that internship? It was actually a program sponsored by the FCDC. I don't know if you've heard of them, the Freelance Coalition for Developing Countries by Chima Meje. Ah, uh, yeah, she's brilliant. Yes, she's done a brilliant yes. job of uh, so, yes. bringing developing countries in uh, to, to yes. the SEO world. So there were like um, 10 of us in the first cohort, and Alida was the one who mentored us on mainly technical SEO. Brilliant. Ah, that's really good. Uh, well, thank you very much for coming in. I do appreciate it. I think it's only only your second podcast as well. So, uh, yes. So, Thank you very much for coming in and joining us. We really do appreciate it. Um, so, guys, uh, I, and, and for those out there that you know want to know my backstory, I've been I've been in this for a long time. I got into SEO in uh, in 1999. For about 10 years before that, I ran murder mystery evenings for a living. I've never really worked for anybody else. Um, I've always kind of worked for myself. Um, you know, running a murder mystery company, then running a SEO consultancy. Oh no, then I worked for Majestic. So no, that's an absolute lie. For a decade, I worked as the marketing director of Majestic, um, uh, and now I'm the CEO at Inlinks. So, uh, so I've kind of 
got to the end, really. I mean, I, I suspect this will be my last job, um, uh, if if all goes well. Anyway, uh, so uh, so you know, might might have another book in me, but that's probably about it. Um, so, guys, uh, before we uh, dive into uh, other questions, I'd like to ask. Um, if people don't have time to stay here for the full 40 minutes or so, um, what tip would you give people about, you know, what they should be looking for, for the ideal job in, in SEO? I'll go with you, Paige, um, cause you're kind of looking at me roaring, raring to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my one tip for getting that job that you really want is kind of what I did when I was ready to move on, which was use recruiters to your advantage if you've got LinkedIn, we're all used to recruiters slipping into our DMs, constantly hounding us, but actually reply to them and tell them what you're looking for. Tell them what salary you're looking for. Tell them what role you're looking for. And they will go away and actually give you stuff that's relevant rather than just getting spammed all the time um, because they want to get you a job as much as you might want that job. So be really specific about what you're looking for, particularly salary as well. Okay. That's pretty interesting because uh, I wouldn't – I'd have got a different way. But then again, I've never really worked for anyone else. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I've ever – a recruiter has never found me a job uh, because I've never, <laughs> let, never let them anywhere near me. Uh, Catherine, uh, what about you? What tip would you take for people? Give to yeah, for um, my tip is actually for those getting into SEO for the first time or looking for junior entry-level positions. So my, I would say that my one tip is just put yourself out there. There's nothing to be shy about, right? So as a junior, you don't have the experience, experience or the results to show for it. So you really have to share your knowledge, share what you know. If you can, just build a website, show what you can do. Don't just tell. And before time, you find something that clicks. I'll tell you what, Catherine, though, if you're going to dive into podcasts and things like that, you're not going to be a junior for very long. You'll you'll get up those ranks. You know, because as, as an employer over my time, the one thing that's important is initiative, I think, for me. You know, yes. a, a motivation. If the person is not motivated, they then they ain't, you know, it's 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 just a drain on everybody's resources, including, you know, the employee, the employer, you know. So uh so just getting up and getting your arms dirty is part of the part of the the job really you know and uh, and i think that probably goes for for any any job so my my tip for people is um uh is that there are three drivers in in what makes us um satisfied as people uh and the, th with the three through the way i describe them are autonomy um mastery and purpose so in life, it, it, it is great if you feel like you're reasonably in control of yourself. It's not good if you have to do every single thing at every single time that, you know, somebody else is, is, is and you, you have to be at somebody else's beck and call. So try and make sure there's some autonomy in your role. Um, and secondary, make sure that there's, you know, you master a role. If you're not going to be good at it, you're not going to enjoy it. Uh, and then the third one is, you know, try and find some purpose in life. And if you can find that through your work, that's a great thing. If you can't, make sure you find something else that gives you purpose in life. Uh, and then you're using your job to find it. But, you know, in order to be uh, happy, you've got to have those three things in life. That's my my tip and my takeaway. So, <laughs> so yeah, okay. that's a bit broader than just getting a job, isn't it? Be, be happy. That's what, that's what happens <laughs> yeah. when you're sort of... 
approaching 60 you kind of kind of have this philosophical mindset to everything you know uh so uh yeah so probably probably uh, slightly different to other people but anyway uh okay let's uh let's dive into um some uh, some uh ideas and, and, and thoughts then uh, and let's start with the difference between the types of role of agency side versus in-house versus um freelance versus you know, running on the tech side of things, you know. Uh, so, so, Catherine, you've already done two. You know, I mean, you've only been in SEO for, you know, a, a year or less. Less than already, a year, yes. Yes, less than a year. Freelance and now, and now agency side, you know. So, um, yeah. so, so, so why don't we start with, with that? Do you, do you prefer or do you think people are better off going into freelance uh, as a freelance or do you think, a, you know, a, a sort of a full-time role is a, is a better place to be? Um, I'm actually in a contract role with an agency. I've not been in a full-time areas, but I'd say that is that's actually a good start to that's a good place to be in. You 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 can you can afford to take things easily, like you can't get really overwhelmed. For for instance, the first time I got into the role, it was a really it was it was too much, I'd say. So there there are so many things like in an agency, you work with so many clients at the same time and there is so much to cover. So mm-hmm. for an entry-level applicant or someone getting in, I'd say that really going towards the contract side and managing your time would be a good option. Yeah. Yeah, time yes. management is a hard thing to do, uh, and it just you know, takes a takes a lifetime to master i reckon so it's a, it's a, i mean maybe not for everyone else but it did for me uh yes. well, Paige, what about you i mean you've been on agency side and in-house and you're working in technology so you know uh what uh what do you think is the uh the best you know the best or it depend does it depend yeah. on who you are yeah i mean so i was seven eight years uh my agent my old agency roast i started as an exec there were 10 of us there were two seos that was me and the other seo when i left i was head of department i had a team of almost 20 people across two countries uh within seven eight years that's mad that's that's an insane progression that you can go from that to that in less than a decade. So mm-hmm. I 100% recommend agencies for SEO starting out. You will learn so much so quickly. Um, and I completely agree with Catherine's points about time management and, and getting your foot in the door, like being proactive in those interviews. I've interviewed countless execs to join the agency. I'm always looking for that little, little spark of, I really want to do this. I've had execs come into interviews with a full presentation that they've just signed up to like a free trial of SEMrush. Mm. They don't really know what they're recommending, but they've really tried. And I've had execs walk into the interview and just be like, cool. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to hire that one. That's gone the extra mile and actually tried to learn before even getting the role. Um, So yeah, agencies Mm. are amazing. I have now relaxed I, I think I think I've fully relaxed finally for the first time right now after four months of in-house. I didn't realize how like pent up I was working agency side <laughs> for close to a decade. I'm like, oh, I, I, I think I think this is it. I, I, honestly, agency side, you know, I, I started my, uh, I started Receptional, which is my agency, I don't, which I don't own anymore. It's still going. It's now got. I don't know, close to a hundred people. But when I was when I was running it, it, I grew it up to about twenty people. So, uh, so, so I have no, I can't take the credit for how big it is now. But, uh, but it exhausted me honestly. Um, 
no, I mean, okay, running a, running the agency is one thing, but the thing that really exhausted me was having to deal with client after client after client and problem after problem after problem, whilst waiting for back in my early days, you know, choose choose a search engine here, but you know, a few <laughs> years in, Google deciding to have an update, um, and 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 it kind of felt like you just got things right. And then, of course, the game changes. So, when you wake up as an agency in an agency role, you're the first line of barrage when when something completely out of your control um, uh, hits you. And yeah. and the problem with that is you don't have autonomy. That that bit of uh, that I was saying about autonomy, it's taken away from you if you're doing your best to you know to optimize a client's website within their budget and resources so you can't be sitting there all day every day on that that client uh, and you haven't got time to explain every nuance of of every single problem and then that just means you wake up one morning and all of your clients half have gone up half have gone down the half have gone up yeah. you just you know, <laughs> if you're lucky you send them a quick email yeah. saying it's gone up the ones that have gone down it's gone like you panic you worry about it and and i but you do have a team that's what i one of the things yeah. i do miss you've got a whole team of people all in the same boat with you when yeah, and, and you learn things that. a lot quicker. You will learn things a lot quicker in, in an agency mm. side, won't you? Because you've yeah. got multiple problems from multiple different websites and, uh, and multiple different demands. Uh, it's a probably... Oh, and don't forget um, imposter syndrome. Little dash of that on top as well. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. There, there is a whole lot of that I'm dealing with that right now. Like, there are so many <laughs> things. You is is easy to bring up ideas, but when you're like on the spotlight and they're like, okay, tell us how do you think this should work? And all of a sudden, you're doubting mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. Would this work? Is this going to make a difference? Like I think it would. Yeah, that's a whole yeah. lot of things. It, it, it is. Oh, I mean, yeah. we all get imposter syndrome, so you can't get away from it. And 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 again, no. a part of that is because ultimately we don't have control it's not like i don't know if you are if you're building a house then you absolutely have control of well you don't you, if you've got the plumber you know you can't you can't tell what the plumber's going to do all you can do is choose a decent plumber but uh but at least the rules are, are pretty physical and, and logical uh the you build that with, same house 10 times it's going to be yeah, the same it's going to be the times. same house yeah absolutely you <laughs> might have different ground or whatever but but ultimately but 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 with with Google, you know, the world changes so quickly. In fact, the, the internet and digital marketing in general, things change so quickly. You know, two weeks ago, we were all talking about, um, you know, I was, you know, InLinks is all about trying to get from, you know, doing SEO around keywords to getting SEO around concepts and, and ideas and topics. Now we've got, you know, chat GPT that's come along and, and all of a sudden you can press a button and write the content. Is that good? Is that bad? Well, that's a whole debate for 2023, I'm sure. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it sure as hell changes the game anyway because uh, because if, uh, if a client wants it fast, you've got a new way to get it fast. You know, if they want it good, probably they uh they shouldn't have asked for it fast because uh they're gonna they're gonna get caught out i don't know so the game changes a lot and i think that uh, causes sort of problems so yeah so okay so we're kind of saying that uh take some time agency side if you can because you're going to learn a lot you know oh yeah but yes. when you get burnout <laughs> i'm not saying i'm not saying you had burnout actually you said you had burnout <laughs> it gets hard it does it does get get yes, it, does it get gets hard. overwhelming. Yes, yeah, it does. Yeah, and you, yeah. you've got a, you've got another decade at it, Catherine. Or, you know, I, <laughs> because, 
you're young, you know. But, oh my god. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. But it's also I, the best time. Like you've yeah. got a team of people around you. You're all working together. The best times I used to have with my team where we'd all go to Brighton FC all together. We'd have a great time. We'd share learnings and we'd try new things. Like yeah. even if it's not your client that you get to try that thing on, if you're working in a team, someone might get a chance to test that out. Yeah. Um, and you all learn from it and you can all help each other with things like imposter syndrome or updates. Because if you've got 30 clients and five have gone down and 50, well, 25 haven't, yeah. what are those five doing? work together yeah. what are doing yeah. different what are they doing different you've got you you're armed yeah. with uh with with having a lot of sites you're, you're armed with some stuff there yeah and i think you know i i know that i'm not alone in the sort of the old set so to speak of people that went um technology side uh, you know uh and, and when i went to from from receptional to majestic uh I found that a lot lot easier because i i kind of i knew a lot of stuff but i wasn't I, I wasn't as good at, you know, paying attention and getting to the end of us. You know, I, I, you know, I kind of told, told people I, I was wearing cobbler's shoes for a while. And I think it, <laughs> it, was, it helped to go to, uh, to technology side. So at least I could focus yeah. on links in Majestic and, and entities yeah. now. I'm in Plus old SEO wasn't collaborative. I remember my first oh, that's true. foray yeah. into SEO. Yeah. You didn't work together. If people no. were doing well, they'd be like, don't look at my thing. Yeah. I'm doing well. well Whereas nowadays... Oh, it was so hard. How did that work out? I mean, wouldn't it make the work so complicated and stuff? Well, there were a lot of arrogant people, and I think there still are. I mean, there still are people that want to just keep it all to themselves. They keep their ideas to themselves or just listen to everybody else's ideas but not tell anybody about their own. And uh, The thing is, I think, you know, for some people, there's just if you have one thing that the other person doesn't know, then you've got the chance to win on the search engines. That's the mentality that if you give it all away, then, uh, then, then you can't win. But it, that's not true. It doesn't seem to be the case. You know, it, it's not as if, you know, if you're the best, you know, if you if you're messy, you still you still want to give all of that knowledge to the rest of the team and and to anybody else that's out there, because it just raises the the the, the, the quality of football. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with uh, sticking with the football theme for the day because uh, well, it's those ten <laughs> houses again, isn't it? Like yeah. you can have findings from what you've done that have worked ten times, but the eleventh time they might just not work, and that's yeah. fine because yeah. that's SEO. Sometimes best practice just doesn't work. doesn't work. Yeah, actually, and you've nothing got to outside the box. Getting yeah. getting getting people to just leap uh, and do something is uh, is often the the biggest battle in SEO, uh, yeah. especially agency side. Trying to get the customer to actually do something and I've, I've got a customer right now and it's the same same challenge now we've kind of done it now i'm in house do. i yeah. have cms access ah there you go <laughs> <laughs> so uh so um guys it's do a couple quick fire round um for you guys personally uh what's more important money or freedom page freedom now what but- about you catherine Freedom. I really love my peace of mind. To be honest, freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You prepared you a set of button there. I did because you have to get to a certain point where you are comfortable and mm. like we're going into cost of living crisis. Things are are going to be difficult. Like it has to be money. It's the bell curve, isn't it? You, yeah. you need to earn enough to be okay. 
and then you can I think that's that's agencies all about isn't it like that hustle culture get it get it get it do the thing and then you go oh no now I can chill (laughs) so on that one then you know what do you feel more comfortable with a a fixed salary or results-based income oh Catherine I'll let you start on that one fixed I prefer fixed salary it gives you this security like that at the end of the month or at the end of the year you have something you're looking forward to so but at the same time I could see how results could be good for some people in the sense that you only get what you work for but yeah at this point I'd say I prefer fixed for the security yeah okay uh, what do you reckon there Paige Oh, definitely fixed. Definitely fixed. My other half is a freelancer. So one of us has to have a fixed income. Um, But I I get the results thing. But with SEO, you, you, of course, you can guarantee improvement. But can you guarantee improvement to the extent that you would risk your salary on it? Mm. I don't think so. Maybe like a bonus base, like a base that's fixed with mm. results-based increases. I think we've done, I've done contracts like that agency side as well. Mm. Um, but to have it all results-based would be terrifying because it's that Google update thing again. Like what, what happens if it all goes Pete Tong? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting because I've always been, I guess, completely results-based because I've always run, <laughs> I got out of university <laughs> I was president of Students wow. Union for a year, and then uh, and then set up my own business right from there. With uh, I put uh, my first business, my murder mystery games business, um, uh, two hundred pound loan from the bank. Uh, no, eight hundred pound loan, and that was it. Uh, I got I was getting forty pound a week from the government uh, to uh, to help subsidise, uh, you know, signing up business, and went that way really. Um, and I didn't earn very much money for a long time, really. I mean, never weren't very much as murder mis- running murder mystery games. And then 1999, when I started doing SEO, um, <clears throat> I was doing that for fun and 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 kind of building up. It t- took me a you know a, a while to figure out how to do that. I guess I, I, after a while, I did did start making money with that. Um, obviously, I did, but uh, um, but I'm I'm glad that I went that way. But yeah. I went for a long time living on the breadline, and and I guess I was lucky because my wife had a good salary. Um, I was just going to ask, did yes. your household she have did. a fixed income? She had a good salary, yeah. but but we did have this time, uh, and it was around about 1999. So so so. Uh, my murder mystery games were paid for the honeymoon. So we'd had the wed- with the wedding and stuff like that. And I'd sort of moved into to, well, I hadn't really figured out how this internet was working, but I was kind of yeah. getting there. So I was, oh, and I tell, was tell me you bought a house for like 20 grand as well. The house was a hundred grand, and 90, 97 grand. It might have been a hundred grand, but anyway. Uh, and, uh, and the deposit was bought on credit card because I was self-employed, so I could make up my own salary more or less. So, uh, so um, yeah, those were the days. Uh, <laughs> but I remember walking, um, uh, walking in the, in the fields behind the house, and uh, and and she just one day, you know, said, "Get your act together, Dixon. You are not. You are not." <laughs> And she was pregnant, so uh, so you know. Good woman. That's, that's when yes. the game. That's when the game changed because you know. <laughs> then then my focus was okay. I need to start you know, 
stop being a kid now and I need to start being an adult and uh, and a dad. Um, and funnily enough, I mean, the plan was for Marie to go back to work after after our, our first child, and she did for about 30 seconds, and then she was pregnant mm-hmm. again. So we had both of our kids within 14 months. And that's it. She, she pretty much never went back to work again. I kind of started, you know, receptional started to work properly. I suddenly, when you start focusing on the money, it's it can work really, you know. Yeah. I obviously had been, you know, focusing on on other stuff up until then but I've, I'm, I'm not i'm not unhappy because now i think that i'm in a very luxurious position because uh you know i'm at the end of the life so you know but no <laughs> you know it's a it's a it's a much more than a hundred thousand pound house it's paid off i've got a nice car i've you know i i've I, you know everything's everything's looking good i just need to uh not balls it up um, for the insurance, uh, for, for the retirement, uh, and, I, and I'm okay. So, so you get that benefit. And at some point, and I don't know where it was, at some point between feeling really, really skint um, and now, I kind of suddenly felt flush. But I also realised that you don't feel flush however much money you end up getting, you, you kind of still scared for, scared for the future, really, whether it's for your kids or, or whatever. So it's hard. Yeah. Getting that balance right. Okay, so either money or freedom, uh, fixed salary. What about um, uh, doing SEO on lots and lots of sites or deep diving and just worrying about one or possibly two? So, uh, Catherine, you're on many sites right now. Um, you know, do you feel that you're learning more than, than diving deep diving into one? Absolutely, yes. Um, I'm learning more and I'm working on different websites. So, you would see that something that really works well on this website would not really create much impact on another. So working on different website is is really giving me that experience that I need to dive into different stuff and check out how this works and what doesn't work. But whereas if I was actually working on just one website, my I believe my knowledge would be a bit limited in the sense I know. And at this stage in my life, I really think I do need that broad experience. So yes, I would definitely prefer working on different websites. Fair enough. And Paige, but now you've gone to one website, I guess, or I guess one website. Now, well, what, are, would, there, are there pluses for that? There definitely are pluses for working on one website, but I completely agree with Catherine. You, If you're starting off in your career and you want to learn fast and learn a lot, you want exposure to e-commerce sites, B2B websites, all sorts of different websites out there that have completely different things that they need from you as an SEO. You're going to learn so much. Mm-hmm. But having my sole focus on just one site um, – which is now going to go international as well. So it's going to be quite a big focus. So it is really good just to like hone in, but only now that I have the confidence and experience of the last 10 years of doing SEO across lots of industries, I just happen to end up in B2B uh, rather than a huge e-commerce website, like one of my colleagues. So you just never know where you're going to end up. So if you've got exposure to types of websites, you'll always have that experience. I think as well uh, the the advantage of being sort of on one website is you can see the more nuanced um, objectives of the organisation as well. So uh, as an agency, uh, when I was an agency side, you know, you kind of assume that you know if you don't get the traffic to the website, then you're going to be sacked next week, sort of attitude. Um, And it's not always that obvious, really. And and uh, when you're running the business. Yes, that SEO is important, and to more some people, it's more important than others. But it's not the be all and end all, and it definitely you see better how the SEO part fits into the greater whole. And you have to be a little bit more pragmatic about, or maybe a little bit more understanding of 
other stakeholders, I guess. Um, 100%, 100%. Like agency side, the constant frustration is you send recommendation, recommendation sits there for a week, two weeks, a month. Oh, they're not going to do it. Okay, cool. Um, Great. Okay, here's another recommendation that you'll ignore as well. Being in-house, you're like, I'm not going to settle for this not happening. So Mm. I'm going to get CMS access. I'm going to fix those links myself. I have a weekly meeting now that I speak to the sales team, the customer success team, the product marketing team, the marketing team, and I get them all in a Zoom. And we talk about one topic, which is the web page I'm going to optimize. And I want to know any common questions that our customers are asking us. I want to know any things we definitely don't want to talk about because that's technically not what we do. Because yeah. these are all the experts. I, I'm yeah. not an expert in what we do yet. Yeah. Maybe one day I will be, but... Yeah, it's such a different working life, but it is really good. Brilliant. And it's okay. This this is this is all good, and I think it's, it's it, there's 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 bonuses to to both approaches. But it means that if you're going to be looking for, you know, for the audience mm-hmm. that's looking for their dream job, and, and we've got the the almighty, I hate to say it, it depends kind of uh, system. <laughs> but I, it, it does seem that if you're starting out, go agency side. Once you mm-hmm. once you once you've got rid of some of the imposter syndrome, then you can think about going, some you know. of them, but not all of them. Some of them, yeah. <laughs> never all of them. <laughs> never. Uh, so, um, so you know, uh, what, let's. What do? You, what about uh, in in a boss? What do you? What do you like in a boss? Because you, if you if you either way round, unless you're you know freelance in, and you're getting out of the whole you know boss situation, but you still have to work through instructions. Um, what makes a good boss, you know, because because obviously a dream job is hugely influenced by, you know, who's telling you what to do and how. Any thoughts on that? Who wants to jump in? I can jump in. Yeah. Um, I think it goes to what you were saying earlier, Dixon, about autonomy. My boss currently and my bosses previously have really just left me to my devices. A lot of the time, I'm very much someone who will ask for help if I need it, but clearly we're all very driven people on this podcast so Mm. it's hoping that you have a boss that respects that and is going to leave you to it unless you need that support then I want someone who is able to step up see what the situation is because sometimes especially agency side you just need that senior person to speak to the client even if they're going to say exactly the same thing you've said Mm. and it's and it's never it shouldn't be something that's seen as bad. Like if you need that senior person to just give you air cover, they should do that willingly and happily and always have your back. Catherine, any thoughts? Yes, yes. I absolutely agree with what Paige said. So I, I love a bit of room, but I still like the support. The support should be there from when I need it. So I, I wouldn't I would like a situation where you want you would want to speak up for something, but you're boxed in. You're like, oh, we don't want to hear this from you. We only hear this from certain people. No, I want a bit of room to express myself to, okay, so this is what I found, and I think it would go like this. Then I would get approval from someone higher or something like that. But, yes, the support is definitely important. Yeah. So that's... Uh... Uh, it's really interesting because I, I I've spent I would say twenty years of my uh, working life being a really bad boss. Well, <laughs> my first ten years not really making a boss level at all. Uh, then then being a really bad boss, uh, and then I took a, an MBA, and um, 
And that turned me around quite a lot. I was surprised at how much I turned around because my, my first degree was maths and management. So kind of like a cheap MBA at the time anyway. Well, it wasn't cheap MBA. It was, it was good, good, good um, experience. But I didn't really learn how to actually manage anything um, very well. And I think I was a bad boss because I, um, I – uh, every, my, my frustrations. I, I mean, I, you could say I, 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 I had passion. I've always had passion, but when I start shouting, I wasn't necessarily shouting at the person or a person. But when I'm shouting, it just leaves a terrible aura in the room, uh, and uh, and doesn't do a good job of of, of leading anybody or anything really. No. Uh, and, and Never I, shout, Dixon. You, no, no. you can play the you can play the I'm disappointed card. That <laughs> occasionally, <laughs> occasionally, well, right in the face. I, I did learn quite early on that that I, I need to. Um, I don't let anybody for years. I've asked people not to send me problems on a Friday because that's when I just go. Because I try and close, I've always tried to close the book up at five o'clock on Friday. I didn't, I just want to switch off and not have anything on my plate over the weekend because that's when the stress comes in. You know, so if I can have everything, and if somebody bats something off to me at 10 past four on a Friday and I now got a new problem to worry about, then I, then I, I have a trouble. So I spent, spent some time trying to do that to stop myself getting irate because i kind of found out that i was always getting irate on a friday afternoon uh and also i was i, I was batting off problems to other people and leaving it for them so i was doing this i was setting people other people a problem on a friday afternoon which is also really bad um management so uh but the, the one thing i really learned on the mba uh was the power of diversity i think back in 1999 when i started learning seo and i had a little bit and then i started drawing people in to the SEO world and trying to, to train them in SEO, um, but there was a lot of lot of you know uh, a lot of this and that, and maybe this and maybe that and stuff. And so you kind of had to do it your way or the highway kind of thing. And 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 it mm -hmm. wasn't. Uh, I I hadn't learned the power of diversity of opinion, um, and it really does make for a stronger team uh, and a stronger product. I mean, at, at Inlinks now. Every Monday, there's a, a, a Monday meeting. Um, I wasn't in it today because I was supposedly on holiday. Apart from this, so uh, so I wasn't there. But they're running. The, they ran the meeting completely. You know, no problem without me. Uh, and 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 they will. And those meetings are frank. And um, you see people putting their ideas out there, and the ideas get heard. Um, and I think that they often, you know, they often is not a better ideas than you know we, than yeah. me and my business partner would have had without without the team as well. So that has changed, and it's also changed the drive of the team. We've got a much stronger team as a result of that. But yeah. it does give another challenge, uh, which I'm going to ask back to you guys: of how then do you um, how do you want to be uh, measured or because because a, a boss or an organization still has to have an understanding of whether you know their 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 team are you know up to the task and um in a you know before covid we were all in the office and you could see that at least somebody was trying you know um you can't see that and you don't want to necessarily see that in a in a you know this remote situation so how do you get or how do you want to get um recognized for what you do Catherine? why don't i start with you on that one okay um just like you mentioned it could be a bit difficult to assess what someone is doing if you're if you're working in a remote position right so but my recommendation i would say if you if you have 
um, something you're working on or an idea or something, I think it's just better to put it out there. It's not something you keep to yourself and say, oh, okay, let me just do this. Maybe later I'll talk about it. No. It, at the end of the day, it's, it's as if you're not doing something, right? So if you have an idea, you have something you're working on, you have things on your plate, just talk about it. Update them on the progress. Okay, this is what I've been doing. This is how it's been working. And this is what I'm dealing with right now. It helps. The communication really helps to put everyone at the same level. Like, okay, so this is what she has done or what he has done. And that's cool. But please just don't keep it to yourself. That's my So, okay. So your advice there is if you're communicating what you're doing properly to the rest of the team, then yes. you, you don't need to be judged. The, the judging is done at that point. You know, you've kind of... Uh, mm. you've, you, yes, be yes, because you're communicating both the results and the progress of the status of the job. So, yes, the judging is done. Good they already job. have all the information they need to do the judging. Be proactive. That sounds good. Yes. Paige, what's... Uh, what, what answer would you give to how do you want to be, you know, judged? <laughs> <laughs> um, so in my new role, it's been things like getting involved in things outside of my like job description. I helped with one of our big um, in-person events just behind the scenes, making sure people are happy, making sure the streams are working well. Like I'm very much someone who likes to get stuck in. But at the end of the day, I need to drive results. I need to be showing that the work that I'm doing is getting more qualified leads through the door at the end of the day. Um, when I was head of department, I, I could see quite a lot of time. You can't guarantee those results if your client isn't going to do what you're recommending. That does happen. It's mind boggling that someone will pay you thousands of pounds a month and then not do anything but it does happen a painful <laughs> amount yeah um so i did spend a lot of my time protecting teams that i knew were doing everything they could but that client still wasn't happy or they weren't getting the results that they wanted to see and completely what Catherine said if they're communicating with me we used to have a weekly meeting where they'd run through what they're trying to achieve that week what do they need to get done? Are there any blockers? Is there anything they need to escalate to me to get involved with, listen in on a call or have a chat with a client or anyone to help them achieve that? And mm -hmm. it, it is hard because you can't guarantee that that client's going to do it. That's why it is great being in-house when you just do it. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you going to um, – we haven't got much time left, and I, and I want to bring in Jeannie, who's going to be taking over from me in a, in a little bit. So I, she's in here now. Hey. So, <laughs> uh, so this is yeah. – Jeannie – Jeannie, this is, this is the Knowledge Panel show. Thank you very much. Will you take over next year, please? Oh, yeah, I'll do that happily, especially after this talk. I mean, honestly, you guys, that was really insightful. Um, I think, Catherine, you're, you're frozen, but I mean, <laughs> I can hear you oh, perfectly oh, well. But, oh, um, <laughs> no, that's all right. It's but, fine. So I would, I'm waving at you. Um, but yes, um, yes, honestly, guys, it was, it was really insightful. It was really, really mm. amazing. So, uh, so Jeannie, you're going to be, you know, taking over a new job. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, running a running a podcast is a is a new job for 2023 for you. Uh, <laughs> are you going to make any changes to the way we're running things, or is it going to going to work work much as oh, before? Well, what a question! I've got to got to try and uh, not offend offend the original <laughs> format while we come in here. No, so I guess I think the thing that I'm going to be bringing to this podcast is really just completely virgin eyes on the whole thing you know i haven't done as much as dixon at all um i mean i was only born when he started the whole thing so um i guess i'm just 
in awe of everyone that's coming on this podcast and giving their perspective how we all got here as well. I mean, equally, it's interesting to hear about how Dixon came from, you know, murder mystery games and all of this. And I mean, it did make me kind of angry that he could buy a house for £100,000. I was just, just put that out there. I mean, I think that's as much rent I pay every month. But that's, yeah. Um, and, and just to hear about, I mean, your amazing internship, um, Catherine, and how many um, the, the more people I talk to, the more I just realise it's everyone's coming from everywhere now, and it's so yes. so much different, and there's so much to learn, and it can be quite overwhelming. So, I guess what I'm going to do with this podcast is just sit and listen, really, <laughs> to the best of my ability, and uh, without opening my big mouth, and um, yeah, keep going with it. Well, Ginny, we're not going to leave you completely on your own because we've still got David Bain here. So maybe I can bring David in, who's going to be your producer, as you know. Uh, and, uh, and David, uh, firstly, uh, thanks for coming in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining up, yeah. <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you and Ginny going to be uh, doing uh, in January? So we've already got a couple of shows planned. Um, the first show that we've got planned is on the 16th of January, 4pm GMT, so usual time, 11am uh, Eastern Standard Time. And that's with um, three experienced heads, Jason Barnard, Pam Unks Cronin and C. Shangasi. And we are going to be talking about how to avoid digital marketing burnout. So possibly the, the beginning of the year, a great time to do that. So if you, if you want to... <laughs> Watch that one live. Make sure you stay tuned to um, the posts on inlinks.com. And um, if you go to theknowledgepanelshow.com, you'll be able to be forwarded to uh, a sign-up form and um, be alerted to when we actually go live for that episode and, and future episodes. Okay, that's going to be interesting. Uh, okay, guys, before you go, um, Paige and Catherine, uh, why don't we, you know, tell us tell us about if anybody wants to get hold of you guys, how do they get hold of you? Um, Twitter, website? Yeah, Twitter's what? good. Twitter, LinkedIn, Twitter, I'm at Paige Hobart, really easy to find. LinkedIn. So, so for all those on podcasts, it's yes. Paige, P-A-I-G-E-H-O-B. ART. This is the one thing that happens because we all do this on a on a on StreamYard and <laughs> think, that, think that all of our audience can hear us, so uh, can see us, but they can't. So okay, uh, brilliant. Okay, Catherine, how do they get hold of you? Yes, you can find me on LinkedIn with my name, Catherine Wanori, and you can find me on Twitter on Catherine Does K A three R N E. Okay. And Catherine yes. uh, Nornari is K Catherine with a K, and that's N W A N O R U E, guys. So brilliant. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you. I've got to say, thank you very much for coming in. Uh, I'm uh, delighted that I can now go on my Christmas break and hold up and hang up my, uh, my podcasting spurs uh, and say, right, that's, a, that's another tick that i've done uh 30 episodes of, of podcast so 31 onwards genie it's all yours from here on in <laughs> Yo, the 31 club <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bye guys and everybody out there have a very good christmas and thanks very much for uh, for joining us bye bye thanks for having us so bye